late Thanksgiving, everyone, to who's listening to the Legionnaire. We've taken ooh two weeks I think off. A week a week or two off now, yeah. We kind of forgot last week. I realized I was going to bed and I was like, oh wow, I forgot we didn't record an episode today because I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm with Caleb. And I was like, oof no. duh. But I was working on homework. I was studying for an exam on Monday. Yeah, we're getting to the end of the semester. Well, at least I'm getting to the end of the school semester. I stare into the void, wondering when it will all be over. Mm-hmm. Yes. But happy Thanksgiving to everyone. It's the Sunday after Thanksgiving, but we're coming up on, on Spider Monday. Shut up. That's when the Spider-Man tickets, the we should Spider-Man really tickets bullying, go on sale. We should bring bullying back just for that statement. Just for me. Not for everyone else. Only for me. Yeah. We'll bring bullying back against me. Yeah. Like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Dude. I, I didn't see, You never saw the live action movie of that, did you? Yeah, I did. You saw the live action movie of Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Yes. I loved it. Greg's dad was hilarious in that. Oh, I never did. I just remember, well, the new trailer, I, we, we did not plan about talking about, we did not plan on talking about this, but I'm going to talk about it now because it's, it's funny. <laughs> so anybody who's real read Diary of Olympic Kid back in elementary school. And I remember you and I were like reading it like together at one point and like Rowley in the book goes, I want to come <laughs> over and play. <laughs> And like to this day, you and I will just randomly text each other out of the blue. Want to come over and play? <laughs> I, yeah, you've said that too many times in that way. Where it's like, want to come over and play? Like that's been stuck in my head now. So when he said it in like the trailer for the new animated cartoon or whatever, he didn't say it in the way that you say it, and I was kind of disappointed because I was like, I have this preconceived notion of how he's supposed exactly. to say it. He's like, want to come over and play? And I'm like, no. In yeah. the book it says play. <laughs> it's like P L A Y. Yeah. But that's funny. Anyways, I don't even the trailer looks good. <laughs> I don't care how it looks. I'm probably not gonna watch it, but I don't either. <laughs> it was funny. Um how do we even oh Thanksgiving bullying me? Yeah. I hope it's Spider Monday. Day. Yeah, Spider Monday. I'm buying tickets tonight. Yeah. Dude, mom gave me like two pieces of pumpkin pie and two pieces of lasagna. I ate both of them already. Yeah, she gave me like four pieces of like the Mexican dinner, Mexican dish that she makes, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom's so cool. We should call her. Yeah, she's so cool. But um, I ate <laughs> the lemon dessert for dinner last night. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I, I'm actually about to eat it after this i ate like four slices of it and my stomach wasn't happy and i was like eh, maybe i should eat like actual food now yeah um we should probably talk like you and i like had planned on recording while we were home together and then we just never did no we didn't we were gonna do at least one or two episodes but we didn't get to it yeah it was really oh, well like, we slept i slept i sleep so much when i get home Yeah, I do too. I sleep very, very little at my. I take more naps at my apartment, but I don't sleep nearly as long as I do at home. No, yeah, mainly because I'm getting up and like up late for school, and then I'm up early for other stuff, and then like labs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I'm just up late for school and up early for work, so it's just. I'm very excited get to be done with the semester. <laughs> yeah, that's relatable. Big that mood. is relatable. we'll talk about that after (laughs) yeah um (laughs) oh my gosh i um, forgot about that (laughs) um, (laughs) anyways something that's really getting me into the um holiday spirit i'm i don't know because you i mean i'm i i don't consider myself a christian I, i consider myself agnostic i feel like it's a really big question to have an absolute answer to so i just don't know but something i do like the christmas time of year that's my religious police. This is <laughs> going soul searching right now. <laughs> so I just want to tell you how I feel about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We're going to start um, talking about that. Listen, man. Sometimes people need to hear <laughs> these things. People need to hear these things. Though. I'm just saying. 
as much as I, I'm not a, I'm not a religious person, but I do like the Christmas time and the Christmas spirit. It's very fun. And this, this new, this is a new show you might have heard about called Hawkeye is really getting me in the mood for Christmas. And you and I had the privilege of watching both of the first episodes together. We did. I, I remember it came out on Wednesday. I mm-hmm. forgot that it was two episodes though. They're long. We, cause we watched the first one. It was 50 minutes. And we're like, Oh, I gotta go to bed. Well, yeah, I mean, WandaVision, the first two episodes are like 30 minutes, 35 minutes. So this this is 20, 15 minutes longer. So I was a big fan of Hawkeye, though. The first episode. Oh, my God. I love Jeremy Renner so much as as Clint and Hawkeye. He kind of nails like the regular guy being like a part of a world famous superhero. Um. And like he's just like a regular dude who also happens to be like on the like world's most famous team. Like I love like when they're in the um the when they're in the musical and he's just like this didn't happen. <laughs> that was so funny. He's like we weren't even singing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I shoot the intro for the the first episode where it's back in New York. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny because I, I I think. Tony Stark has found his way in every bit of he's been referenced in some way in every phase four of Marvel projects. He was he's in one division. He was in black widow. He was definitely mentioned in the eternals. Was he really? Yeah. I think Kingo had said something about him. <clears throat> I mean, the MMC was basically built on his back. Yeah. Like, I I I'm not complaining about it, but that no, intro yeah. was, it was slick with Kate Bishop and of course she saw Clint. Mm-hmm. The OG. Clint. Um my favorite one of my favorite things from all both the episodes though was <laughs> Clint goes to the bathroom, looks down at the urinal. Thanos was right. Imagine going halfway across the universe to some planet to get this goofy infinity stone and you read on the toilet urinal at the planet the entire world that you saved and it says Thanos was right. He's like, like, all right, that's great. And then my favorite part is when he looks up in the the mirror and the guy's like, can I get a picture with you right now? He's like, dude, I'm peeing. (laughs) I, I really enjoyed it. I... I like more of the grounded stories. Okay. This is weird because I loved Loki and what it did and how I I really enjoyed that aspect of universal and just like time travel sort of, it was just, it was unique. There hadn't been a show like Loki, but I'm, I'm getting sick of all these world ending events. Yeah. Like it gets old. I've also to shift back like with, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I loved because it was just some Carly Morgenthau, which she was lackluster. But John Walker, Sam Wilson, and Bucky Barnes, they carried that show. I loved all of their dynamics and their stories with that. And it was grounded. And now with Hawkeye, it's more of a grounded show. It's just some dude who wants to get his Ronin costume back. And he's just trying to help this girl find her place with Kate Bishop. So I... I love it so much. I mean, the Eternals was blah because it was just oh, a celestial's gonna come out of the planet, and Black Widow is blah because the rogue, the Red Room spies were gonna kill the entire world. And I hate women. this. It's like, oh. I'm just, I just, man, I, am I right? No, like he, I, they said that in the movie. The, Wait, what? I don't, yeah, there was a line that was said in the movie. I don't remember what the guy's name was. Whoever the big bad was, he said something. Oh my God. It, it was so funny though. I was the only person in the theater who laughed because he was complaining about something. He's like, I'm taking the world's most natural resource women. And I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> why? Why is that? Like, he sounds like an incel. I know he didn't. I was, it was hilarious to me, but again, just those two movies and Shang-Chi with the, I completely forgot about Shang-Chi with the, I don't even know the weird Lord of the Rings monsters attacking. I was just like, they the weren't orcs. even Lord of the Rings. They weren't even orcs. So I don't even know what kind of monsters. There were these weird flying demon things. 
with Hawkeye, it's just so much more the tracksuit mafia is trying to kill you. That's like, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, yeah. I mean, I've been banging this drum forever. Like, the MCU is getting boring. But, like, it's well, stuff like this where, like, I'm just like, ah, it's just, like, simple. Because, like, I know Spider-Man's coming out and everyone's, like, excited to see the multiverse. Like, yes, it's cool. Yes, it's cool. I loved Kang in Loki. Don't get me wrong. I thought that was really cool. I wa- If Kang does not show up in Spider-Man, I okay, this is the one thing that will, like, because, like, I, like, you and I are pretty convinced that we, like, have a decent idea of, like, eh, like, everybody's showing up. I think they're, like they're doing all of this leaking on like these other people to like hide the fact that Kang is going to show up at some point. He's going to show up at some point. He's not going to be in Spider-Man though. I don't think. You don't think he's going to be in Where the hell is Kang then? If he's the guy he's in the multiverse. Show- he'll show up in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he'd show up in Spider-Man. I think they're going to they're going to use this more as a homecoming for Toby and Andrew. Do you think Kang will show up in a post-credit scene? Nah. I think he will. If he, he if he were to show up, it'd be in a post credit scene in Spider Man. It wouldn't be in the movie. Uh, fair enough. I th- I do think he'll make an appearance on a post credit scene though. He will. I, I think willing, the serious yeah. though would be Doctor Strange too. Yeah, I'm willing because to I'm, bet. Yeah, sorry, you go. I was just gonna say I'm thinking of the slate of movies. He wouldn't show up in Thor. He wouldn't show up in Black Panther two. No. I don't even know what else the Marvels. He wouldn't show up in that. Is that still coming out? Yeah, sometime next year, I think. Or maybe the year after that. I don't know. Hmm. There's so many. Well, this is what I wanted to say to piggyback off of you. I When we were watching Hawkeye, I was like, I really enjoy this show. And it's it's a very well-written show. Except for the choreography. Okay, let's talk about it was how pretty, bad that yeah. was. Oh, my it God. Was, you and I like looked at each other and started laughing. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. It wasn't that good of choreography, at least for the first episode with the fight scene with uh, Kate in the Ronin oh costume when she was fighting that black uh, black market uh, auction. Oh, that Where, was the tracksuit mafia who was in there. I was like, this isn't the best choreographed fight scenes, but she shoots her bow and arrow. So, you know. The fencing scenes yeah. were good, actually, that she was in. I liked watching them fence. Yeah, I will say, like, obvi- like with the the this chick's husband, p- fiance being clearly going to be the big bad of the show. I'm not a fan. I, I think he's like, hmm, I'm playing the good guy role, but I'm the bad guy and I'm going to marry your mom. It's like, oh, my God. Like, OK, cool. Whatever. It's a little on the nose, but, you know, I don't mind it. I think he's kind of mustache twirly bad guy but that's just me yeah i gosh there's so much that happened in these first two episodes that i'm trying to remember because his uncle got killed oh lord yeah that's a whole i'm sure he killed his uncle i i hate her mom in the show yeah i don't well her they set that up really well in the first like three minutes or five minutes of the first episode where she has a better relationship with her dad than her mom yeah it doesn't even seem like it's her biological mom. No, she seems like she's adopted, and her mom is so dumb. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm trying to make things better with you. And then she like ignores her daughter and like is like with this new Ricardo Montalban-esque man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, jealous of how suave he is. This guy or Ricardo? Well, Ricardo. Everybody loves okay. Ricardo. <laughs> uh, but um back to what you were saying with the fatigue and everything. When we were watching it, I was like, I really enjoyed this is a well-written show and episode mm-hmm. episodes for the first two. But I was just like, oh, God, I was thinking of the future TV shows and everything that's coming out. Ironheart, Armor Wars, Ms. Marvel, blah, 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 blah. So many more. And I was just like, oh, man, I hope that it's going to get old after a while. And like, that's the problem, because I tried watching Back when I was in high school, I was trying to keep up with all the TV shows, CW The Flash, CW Arrow, CW Supergirl, CW Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow. Legion of, yeah. It's like when you get to this many shows, it gets tough for people to keep up with them. And like they might release them at different points, so it's easier for you to watch them. But like once you, I don't know, I, I'd rather crave Marvel content instead yeah. of crave 
instead of be like, this is too much. I don't want to keep up with all of this. Yeah, I feel like you got to stick to like three big shows that are like running if like recurring shows. Because think about like Star Wars right now. They have The Mandalorian. They have Bad Batch. And then Andor is probably going to be two seasons. Obi-Wan is a limited series. And Book, Book of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. I'd say it's may one, or may not. Honestly. Yeah, probably one. And then I don't think Lando is going to happen. The Lando shows probably won't happen. Rangers of the New Republic is not going to happen. That sounded like it was going to be multiple seasons. Ahsoka might be more than one season. No, but like, I think I can it's a limited. You think it's a limited series? I think they said it was a limited series. Okay. Yeah, but see, like, I can count all the Star Wars thing on one hand, like, and like the I can't even like think about con- conceive the amount of Marvel content coming out. It's too much. Yeah, those are just the TV shows. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, their I mean, movies. we could just cut right into it right now their movies yeah, are just absolutely cutting down abysmally right now poor they can't, patty jenkins she got yeah. booted off her movie rogue yeah. squadron yeah it's i don't know it's <sighs> kathleen kennedy gets a little too much heat here and there for like the sequel trilogy should they have had a plan going into the sequel trilogy yes they should have is that her fault yes it is she should have made it she should have appointed a creative head to make sure there's a cohesive story coming through whatever that's the past i can't change that we can't change that it's whatever however announcing movies if you're not gonna see them through every single movie outside of the last jedi has had a director like director like trouble with the um lucasfilm or they've had to leave apparently there was issues with jj abrams on the set of force awakens there was no issues with ryan johnson colin trevorrow has left left episode nine and had to bring back jj for it solo they had to replace lord miller with ron howard rogue one gareth edwards was really bad and they had to bring in tony gilroy to finish the show or finish the um oh we can debate rogue one though i think rogue one would have been fine with the way gareth edwards had it no, yeah, Gary, is that's okay, and this is, gets further into the point. From like reports like coming out of like like not coming out of Lucasfilm, but like what I read online, what I hear in other podcasts is like Kathleen Kennedy. Like the reason the TV's doing so well is because like she's just letting like the creators like go and do their thing. She's like, it's on the TV, it's fine. I trust John and I trust Dave. They're going to create a good product. They allow them to be more inside baseball. But what I'm from like what I hear on other podcasts and what I read online, it's like she's like concerned about like the movies being too inside baseball and big air quotes. She's like, I want to like, it's like they, they're looking at it like a business. And obviously they should be looking at it like a business because it makes them money. But like, they're afraid to take risks in movies that can put like that, like, cause like, well, if it's too inside baseball, not everybody's gonna like it. I mean, I'm, I don't want to ramble too much because I have more that I could say about the sequel trilogy and what like the pit, like the thematic pitfalls that they had, but that's, that's just, that's for a different episode and a different time where you and I can sit down and actually talk about that. But um, I didn't hear about issues with JJ Abrams on the force awakens set. I thought everything went fairly smoothly there. I think that was, there was a new develop. There's something new that came out recently. I remember reading it was like, there was actually issues on the force awakens set. I was like, huh, no way. Who said that? I can't remember who I can take. I can peruse the internet, but um, I'd have my, it, I'd know. have my doubts about that just because, I think, I don't know, everything leading up to it seemed fairly well. And it's been, at least the noise of of that has been a lot quieter than the noise of like The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. Because you have actors like John Boyega, who's come out and said openly with The Rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi, where he said The Last Jedi was, it wasn't something felt off about it. And then with The Rise of Skywalker, after the movie came out, he sat down and talked with Disney about the movie. And he was like, look why did you guys do this to my character? But um, the pro- with your point with the movies, they've announced so many movies though that just haven't come to fruition. Like from the beginning, the Game of Thrones, Dumb and Dumber. It's very glad that their movie didn't come through though because this is before season eight of Game of Thrones came out and that was the worst character assassination I've ever seen and assassination of just a great TV show. Yeah. Ryan Johnson. His trilogy is like officially canned now, which I think would have been good. I think it would have been fine. Like you just give if you give that dude a sandbox to play in, he's gonna do good things. 
Yeah, shouldn't have been in the Skywalker saga, or he should have just done all three of the movies. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This is the issue when it comes to like when I see how well Dave Filoni and John Favreau are handling that, like the TV side. It's like, why don't you like why don't you utilize them for the, the movies? Like, why, you have Dave Filoni; he's literally the heir apparent to George Lucas. Oh, this is what he you not? wanted to talk about. I remember now. You said you think Dave Filoni doesn't like the sequels at all. And I I said, nah, I think he does. I think he has an issue with the sequels because the thing with the sequels was what I've noticed watching the sequels when I was watching, unless you just want to talk about this right now and like can everything else we had planned on talking about. But when I rewatched the force awakens, I, and I, I had just been like watching clips of like the Mandalorian and other like new star Wars content that's come out. What I've noticed a lot in the sequel trilogy is the sequels have literally just they take they've the sequels are inspired by Star Wars like the sequels like like this is what Star Wars felt like to me so this is what I'm gonna make but the difference with like the Mandalorian and like the other stuff that's come out like under um, Favreau and Filoni is like it is coming from the stuff that inspired Star Wars and that inherently makes it feel more like Star Wars versus the sequels feel like just kind of like a cheap ripoff of Star Wars. Like, ah, like I feel like it makes sense, but like this isn't like the same. This is just feels like someone's like making like a copy and paste. Like this is like what I did. Like I like this, this is what Star Wars feel like for me instead of like paying homage to what inspired it and making your own vision of that. And it, it it feels more like Star Wars than like a, a ripoff of Star Wars feels like. That's just my opinion. And I feel like Dave sees that. I don't know. Just the way he like, I see him talk up. Like when I see him talk about, um, him and Favreau. When I was watching the behind the scenes on <clears throat> season two of The Mandalorian, it's like we're paying homage to what created Star Wars. We're not paying homage to Star Wars itself. And that's basically what all the sequels are. Like Rise of Skywalker is clearly just like, hey, this is Star Wars. <laughs> well, so I don't disagree with any of that, but I don't think Dave hates them like how you had originally said it when we were talking on Friday night. I think it's way too easy for him to hate on. I think it's way too easy for anyone to hate on the movies. And I think I he's, I, I, I think Dave is just above that. And I think he, given what's happened, he's like, this is out of my control and I'm going to work to make this the best, like the best that I can out of what's happened and what's transpired in these movies. The force awakens. I don't blame at all for how it was set up. I mean, they could have chosen no. like, creative differences, but the force awakens was completely boxed in a corner. It had been 10 years since the star Wars movie had come out and <laughs> the actors from the prequel trilogy got bullied Horrendous. so terribly hard. So like people sitting there, Oh, I love the prequels. Yeah. Well, it's because it's 16 years later now since they came out. So Mm-hmm. You can love them now, but like when they came out, they didn't. Nobody who was a part of that wanted to associate with stars. You guys bullied George Lucas into selling Lucasfilm to Disney. So like, I yeah. grow up and deal with it. So I don't blame where the Force Awakens had gotten started off, but I mean, the way that Disney's handled it since then, since the Force Awakens, because the Force Awakens to me still is it's my second favorite Star Wars movie. I'm still gonna die on that hill. I love it. Everything That's building fine. up to it. I watched. I've been watch, rewatching the TV spots for the trailer. I rem- remember watching the TV spot where it's like five in five days, and I was just freaking out as like a six, fifteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old. But the way that they've handled it since has been pretty trash. And I think Dave recognizes that, but I don't think he's going to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, these are bad." Because I. <sighs> I guarantee you he probably felt the same way with the um the prequel trilogy. But again, he just like worked around it and tried to make the best content and he did with the Clone Wars. He made one TV show that elevated the prequel trilogy tenfold. So Yeah. No, I, I didn't mean it like where like, he's like, man, it sucks. It's just like I can see him being like, Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't I mean, I know what they wanted to do with them, but it's not like what it re- what it really means. Like, it's not really getting at the real meaning of what it all is. I can see him like him giving a real thought, like thoughtful explanation and eloquent ex- explanation of like how it actually is, and like see, I, like nah, nah, nah. I think he, I think honestly, I think his favorite sequel trilogy movie is the Last Jedi. Dave, is the Last Jedi? I really I think too. that that would be his favorite one because it pushes the mythos of Star Wars and what it means to be a Jedi farther than any of the other movies have done before empire is the only one that's pushed it that far so yeah 
I think um, I think that'd be his favorite one. But back to with the movies and them getting canceled. I mean, you have the Ryan Johnson trilogy that got canceled. You have Dumb and Dumber's trilogy getting canceled. Patty Jenkins is uh, the I I've been thinking about this too. I miss the anticipation of a Star Wars movie coming out in theaters. Like, yeah, I'm 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 glad that there's a break because Rise of Skywalker came out two years ago now or almost it needed a break. It needed a break, but I'm at the point now. I'm like, I'm so excited for another Star Wars movie to come out because the TV shows are great. Yeah, it's weekly releases, but there's you can't compare a TV show to a movie, in my opinion, just with like the anticipation and the hype coming out for it. The Obi Wan mm. is the only okay. show that makes that exception. Andor, yeah, I'll be excited for, it, but I would not be if there was rogue squadron and andor i'd be more excited for a theatrical release of a movie just because i love the experience of being in a movie theater and the anticipation for star wars movies are just they're so much fun so seeing that this movie gets canceled now i don't even know what the next star wars movie is yeah it's and the the issue with like uh, the issue with this movies is like they grab the hot director at the moment they're like oh Patty Jenkins just made a really great movie let's take her and then she'd be like Wonder Woman 84 comes out and like it's like yeah that's less than okay it's like and Lord Miller they, oh they just put out this really good movie oh let's grab them right away oh JJ let's grab him right away oh Ryan Johnson let's grab him right away it's like look at like take a look at the pitches like stop just grabbing people for the sake of grabbing people yeah it's just like, I, like there's like no thought going into the, the movie side it's frustrating because I I do want to see another Star Wars movie. And I do <sighs> want to see one that's just not related to the Skywalker saga. Like I'm excited for the day that like we reach content that is pushed outside of that. There was rumors of a High Republic movies coming out. I, I really hope that happens. I really hope that happens. I, the further we get from this, I think the fur the better it'll become because yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I just I love the Skywalker saga, but man, it's just way too hot right now. Like you got to move on. It's it's like I don't know. And um, because I'm just people like I honestly like I will believe a Star Wars movie is coming out when I see the trailer for it. Like I will believe yeah. it's like it's happening until I see because like right now I don't think Taika Waititi's movie is happening. I'll believe it when I see the trailer. Yeah, he's a really great great director and everybody loves him. But like uh, at this point, I think like his, his movie will come out. I'll believe when I see it. Kevin Feige's rumored Star Wars movie that he's producing. I don't believe that's coming out until I see a trailer for that. Because the we, director we, of Returnals was going to take that over, but she confirmed it wasn't. I'm kind of glad she isn't. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's because that's the thing. It's like, oh, she's hot right now. She put out a great Marvel movie. Let's take her. It's like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> like, you gotta like sit and think like what director aligns with like what are the what are the vision what's like what are we trying to accomplish here i do think taika watiti's movie will come out because of the success with ragnarok and with jojo rabbit because those are two completely polar opposite movies jojo rabbit's more of a dark comedy but like a serious uh, it's it's a serious movie as well but you could have said the same thing about ryan johnson though like with like his work on breaking bad and um knives out I, okay but there are parts of the last jedi that are great and there are parts that are terrible so yeah we don't need to get into this today but i no. do th- i think i do think taika watiti's movie will come out because it sounds like they're pretty far into pre-production i honestly like i uh cool but i will believe it when i see a trailer or when they when they start shooting i will believe it's happening yeah if they release like set photos I, I will believe it's happening, but like up until that point, I don't care. It's I, I care, but like I'm just like, I like just mean, what's of every single movie? How many one? How many? Like, what's the percentage of them having creative differences? All of them since the Force Awakens. Yeah, every single one no, of them not, since the Force Awakens has had a creative difference. Yeah, because I mean, with Rogue One, they were complaining about the way that the movie was going to end. They weren't a fan of The Last Jedi. You had actors complaining about what was going to happen with their characters in the movie. Solo, it's a whole... You don't even need to think about Solo. And they then fired the, the directors. Yeah, yeah. And they rewrote half the script. The movie was supposed to come out in like less than a year. 
and it still turned out to be one of the, a great Star Wars adventure story. Solo gets yeah. way too much hate than it deserves. It's such a great yeah. movie. And then the Rise of Skywalker, the director oh, walked out. He didn't walk. They got rid of him. He walked. You think Trevorrow walked? He did. Oh yeah, because didn't they tell him he had to change or he's or he had to stick like he wanted to stick with the story? Like you have to change your story, otherwise you can't. Play. He's like, I'm walking then. Did he do mm-hmm. that? Yeah, that's gangster because I like the duel of the fates ending. I think mm-hmm. a little, way more than I don't know. There's parts of it that I really liked. There's parts that are great, but the thing that sucks the most is Kylo Ren's redemption arc. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, they're rewrite. Like. <laughs> And you're going to love this even more. They hired Colin Trevorrow because he had come out with Jurassic World, <laughs> which was the number one movie in the box office. This is what I'm fucking talking about. They like they look at movies like like this is like I'm, I'm glad that Disney has Star Wars so we can have more Star Wars content. But like they literally just like. Oh, I'm not going to use this terminology. They milk it like a freaking cow. They just milk it dry. It's just like, dude, like like this. you like. This is an intellect. I understand like this is a money making piece, but this is also an intellectual property like you have and like use it, like make a good story. Stop just like money, money, money. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but I mean, it's introduced uh, Disney Star Wars hate on it all you want. It's introduced for me personally, my my second favorite Star Wars movie, the best the best movie slash episode arc in all of star wars being the siege of mandalore you released the mandalorian the best tv show for star wars it's i mean yeah they've had their ups and they've had their downs kathleen kennedy gets too much hate for the wrong reasons Uh, i don't know some of them are pretty justified (laughs) no people hate on her for like they're like oh i can't believe that she would do this it's like no you shouldn't be hating on her for that like I, I really do think, oh. though, I think it's more of the CEO, like Bob Iger. Sorry, but I think he was way too excited when they had signed Lucasfilm. And I think he would. I think Disney is more concerned with getting a movie out there instead of taking their time. And so, like, hey, let's take five years and create stories and then let's release them. No, he's, I think he admitted that in his autobiography or his memoirs. He's like, yeah, I, we, were, we were excited for how much money we could make off Star Wars. So we pushed and he like he was the one who pushed Solo's release date. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, so and again, I, whoever the heck this freaking moron that's running it now. Sorry, Bob Chapik or whatever your name. Dude, he's is. A, he is dumber than sand. I'm sorry. He's like, got the Russo's walking around. You might be great at your job, and you might be qualified for your position. That's great, but like, that's all I'm going to say. If you have nothing good to say about someone, don't say anything at all. So he's probably a very uh, smart yeah. person and it can't be easy running that many studios at Disney. But like when your key Marvel contributor, when your key Marvel sh- like movie runners are walking off, there's like walking out because of stuff you're doing. <laughs> Read the writing on the wall, son. <laughs> I just Anyways. hope that they do Disney investor day this year, <laughs> but <laughs> I I just hope they like have a video like a live stream that I can watch and that's not on Twitter. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I guess you had to go to Disney Plus to find because I didn't know that they, that they released the Obi Wan sneak peek on the Obi. I saw it on Disney Plus and I was like, wait, this is where the video is found. I thought they just like only showed this to specific people. I saw yeah. it on YouTube because I thought I got leaked, but. Um, because you and I were like at home, we were like perusing through Disney Plus. Like, wait a minute, did the Obi Wan show drop? Yeah, I saw that and I was like, this isn't right. Um, but continuing with the theme of Star, unless if you have something else to talk about with the movies, let's keep talking about this. I'm cool with whatever. Um, continuing on with Star Wars, though, Kathleen Kennedy did go on to say, um, it's written. There's an article that came out from IGN. Star Wars sequel trilogy characters could return in new projects. Kathleen Kennedy teases more appearances for characters that we recently said goodbye to. Now, what is your initial reaction to that? John Boyega is getting redemption. Um, I would agree with that as well. I kind of pump my fist in the air when I hear that. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, he God. deserved I want like, to come back. I John Boyega deserves to come back because literally he had a real he was really like I wrote this down in my notes when I rewatched The Force Awakens. 
John Boyega was screwed in this trilogy after episode seven. Like in episode seven, he was so interesting. He was so funny. And all they did the rest of the freaking trilogy would have him run around and scream Ray. Yeah. He basically redid his character arc in episode eight. Yeah. Which was frustrating. And then episode nine, he just wasn't a character. So he had no arc. He's literally (laughs) a plot device in episode nine. A feeling the force brought us together. Um, Ray, I have to tell you something. Finn, what do you have to tell me? Nothing. I'll tell you. <laughs> like, in the, what? I'll tell you in the next. I'll tell you in the next Disney Plus TV show. <laughs> it's like what? I'll tell you in ten years when our solo shows come out. Yeah, <laughs> our solo series comes out exclusively streaming on Disney Plus. Anyways, I the sequel trilogy characters. Actually, I read this as well. Adam Driver. He was asked like. He was asked after the Rise of Skywalker came out, would you come back to a Star Wars project? And he said no. And then he was asked oh. recently promoting for House of Gucci. The that movie he was, was boring. It was. I wanted to like it more than I did, but it's boring. we were we wanted to do a review on it. And then after we saw it, we're like that was so boring. I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, movie also. Yeah, people who go to the movies need to have a credit rating because. Turn your phone off in the theater. <laughs> should we talk? About, should we do this? Tell this real story real quick before we talk about Adam Driver. Yeah, we can. Oh my god! So little little detour here. Um, <laughs> so it's it's uh, Friday, and my mom and Will and I are going to. We're like, oh, let's go to a movie today because Dad's at work for the day, and so we're like, let's go see House of Gucci, and because like we like it looks good and lady gaga like she's like got a whole acting career now and adam driver's in it and he's great al pacino's in it jared leto's in it. like oh it's got to be good we show up to the movie the movie's boring as shit mm-hmm. <laughs> but um <laughs> the whole time we sit down and like it's like mom me on one couch and then you next to me because like our like where we went to a market theater like there's like the couches so it's mom and me on one couch and then you're on another couch with some random dude next to you um, <laughs> next to mom like this pack of like old ladies who remind me who are shockingly, who are shockingly similar to her mother and her sister her mother yes, and her mother's sister i was gonna say they remind me of grandpa and oh yeah peggy denise and vicky were at the theater with yes, the spirit. I, say, it, I couldn't think of denise's name for a second yeah um and they the whole time they're like talking to each other and their phone is dinging the entire time and mom next to me i just could like feel her like turning on the couch just like getting more and more mad and then like the lady's phone starts ringing at one point and you and i just stare at each other oh my gosh it was so frustrating that's why i say there should be a credit score for movie viewers because like if you leave trash in the movie theater, like you can look at who bought this seat, like who was the credit card holder for the seat. Let's lower their credit rating. Whose phone was ringing in the theater? Let's lower their credit rating. Like not like credit card rating, but like their movie rating. But like, yeah, like an it, Uber rating. Uh, yes. I was like, you shouldn't be allowed into a theater after that happens. Just stop, please. Maybe I should trademark that. Maybe I'll start doing that. That'd be a good thing. You're going to create an app for that? Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I can make a lot of money. You could. We should probably cut this part of this episode out. I know we should. All three people listening. Well, hey, maybe one of them's an app developer, so they can help me. (laughs) I can sue them for it. (laughs) But, um, oh, God, yeah, that was frustrating. How do we get this far? The sequel trilogy characters returning. Um, Adam Driver had gone on to say, though, when he was asked again recently, he was doing press for House of Gucci. Would you be interested in coming back to Star Wars? And he said that he was open to the idea of it. And I was like, yeah, hmm. it's funny because he was the first one who said that like he when he was asked back when Rise of Skywalker came out. Nah, I'm not interested. But then he was asked again and he said, yes, I am. But so anyways, back with Kathleen Kennedy, what she had said about it. Um, the quote for it is. <sighs> Certainly, those are not characters we're going to forget. She said about the heroes of the most recent sequels. They will live on, and those are conversations that are going on with the creative team as well. The thing that is most exciting was being on set and watching the two of them get excited. She was talking about the Kenobi series, so blah, never mind. But so... 
the quote is basically certain these are certainly those are not characters we're going to forget they will live on and those are conversations that are going on with the creative team as well so she kind of teases that there's going to possibly be a pickup with the characters um and ign goes on to talk about will poe dameron become the leader of rogue squadron who no, freaking not anymore yeah movie got, well they might still make the movie but yeah, I just read the article. The, <laughs> Patty Jenkins and Ryan Johnson reportedly shelved Star Wars projects because of creative differences. But so, oh, when shit. I hear that the that the sequel trilogy characters might come back, I really hope that they do because I love their characters. It's just like I want more of them. I really, really this. You probably want something with Finn, but I want a Ray solo series so bad. Like I want a series with Ray that just follows her and her journeys around the galaxy and her just being like a good Jedi and trying to rebuild the Jedi order. I would want that so much. Like I love yeah. her character so, so, so much and she gets so much hate and it bums me out so much. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough. I would because I, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, well, if they've done this right in the sequels, like, well, sequels are done. Can't change that. Um, I really think, I don't know. The fact that Adam Driver's open to returning, I think he, like Adam is like smart enough where he sees like how well like the, the TV shows are doing. And he's like, hmm, I can get in on that. It's like, hmm, mm-hmm. something there. He's like, oh, they're taking creative like jumps. Oh, you can, they're, they're like taking these chances here. I would love for them to come back to those characters because I really do. I love that. I love the sequel trilogy characters. And I mean, they've come back to characters in Star Wars before. They've come back to. They're coming back to Obi-Wan and Anakin 16 years later. Thank after, God. After the movie had already. After Revenge of the Sith has already come out. So, like, it's possible for them to do it. I don't think it's way down the line, though. I don't think this would happen for another five years. But I would love for them to bring back John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, and Oscar Isaac, and even Adam Driver, but he's dead. So. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, they're they have to bring back Adam Driver for this Luke Skywalker show. That if they do not make, I will never forget. I mean, I'll forgive them because I'll watch their content. But I will like, f- like figuratively, never forgive Lucasfilm if they do not create a Luke Skywalker and Ben Solo series. They're gonna make it. The more I think about it, the the more I like, the more confident that they're gonna make it. But I think it's gonna be a while till they announce that because I think again that's Luke Skywalker, and with the hate that the Last Jedi got, they want to make sure that like it is airtight and like a solid of a script that they can write for a story. Mark Hamill is not getting any younger. Yeah, but he's okay. How old was Carrie Fisher when she passed? She wasn't like. I guess she was dealing with drug addiction at one point in her life. She's not the healthiest lady in the world. Like, I mean, I think Mark Hamill, he's not getting any younger, but she died. He's not out of the three original trilogy actors. I think he's the one who lived the safest life. Because you look at Harrison Harrison Ford Ford. who's getting in plane accidents and breaking (laughs) his back. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, okay. She died at age 60. Okay, never mind. She was younger than I thought, so. You never know. Yeah, but I I don't know how old Mark Hamill is, but he has to be like 60, 65. He's, he's got, let's take a look at how old is Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is 70. Okay, well, all right. They have limited time then, so let's get rolling <laughs> on yeah. this. I thought he was younger. He looks younger, but... I I do think that they're going to make a Luke Skywalker Ben Solo series. I I actually do think that they will make one. But bro, guess how old Harrison Ford is? Eighty. <laughs> He's eighty. <laughs> what do you like? Eighty. <laughs> what do you like? Eighty. You know, for an old man, you ain't bad in the fight. What do you like? Eighty. Yeah, God, who knows if his Indiana Jones movie is ever coming out? Hey, that movie's been stuck in production hell for the past five years. Yeah. What is it even? The, James Mangold is doing it. Like, is Indiana Jones about to be metal as hell? <laughs> hey, imagine going from directing Logan to Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> well, he went from Logan to Ford v. Ferrari to. 
Oh yeah, Indiana Jones. Right, yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones is gonna be ripping around in a Ford GT. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> but oh Lord, we got way off topic here. Yeah. I, I do think that they'd make a Luke Skywalker series, though. I really think that they will, but I think it's gonna be a while till they announce it because they just announced Obi Wan, dude. Like last year, they're not gonna just keep. I don't. I think they're gonna be a little more conservative than Marvel is with announcing their TV shows. Yeah, totally off topic. I was looking at Indiana Jones five. An Indiana Jones five crew member was found dead on the set of Morocco. Jesus, that's not good. No. Oh, this is so sad. Are they filming in Morocco? Yeah, it must be. So, okay, so the filming is it's it's in production, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it's been oh. in production hell for like five years. It's been <laughs> an extremely lengthy so long ago. <laughs> God. Jeez Louise. I saw a video with Timothy Chalamet. He was like, I, I heard about Dune when I was 21 years old. I got attached to the project when I was 22. I started filming when I was 23 and I'm 25 years old. I was like, oh my God, four years. That's so crazy. Well, think about like I think about like the kids who grew up on the Harry Potter set, like Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson. Oh my god, I'm so excited for that! What? The characters coming back in like January? Did you see that HBO Max is like doing like a return? Like you didn't see all the girls on Instagram posting it? <laughs> no, I saw on Instagram. I saw all these girls That's... reposting HBO Max's Harry Potter characters returning. Harry Potter. They're doing like an interview with all of them. It's like return to the Wizarding World. Holy shit. How about that? Yeah. I hope that they dude. You know what I would want to see a sequel to Harry Potter. I would love Fuck to see yeah. a sequel to Harry Potter. You're like, telling they're... me the boy who lives kid isn't going to have some crazy shit happen in his time in Hogwarts. Nah, I see. I'd want the adults back. Like I'd want Rupert Grant, Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe. Like I'd want and, them to come back and freaking Malfoy. Yeah. T- uh, what's it? Tim, Al- not Tim Allen. That's Buzz Lightyear. No, that's Woody. Tim Al- that's Woody. <laughs> that's Woody. Um, it's, um, what's his name? I'm looking at his picture right now. What's his name? Drake, um, Tom Felton. There we go. Tom Felton. Tim Allen. Um, okay, Tim so Allen. Tom. Tim Allen. <laughs> Buzz, we're going to Hogwarts. <laughs> Who is the voice for Buzz then? I don't know. Um, let's look up Buzz Lightyear. Ah, uh, we're all over the board. I know, but I want to talk about Lightyear on here so goddamn badly. We will later on a different day. Oh, Tim Allen. Wait, no. Tim Allen is the voice of. Buzz. No, he's not. Patrick Wart. No, hold up, hold up. Hold Wait, up, no. Tim up. Allen is the voice of Buzz. Tom Hanks is Woody. Oh yeah, we're dumb. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to Harry Potter. <laughs> which was um, a jump off of star wars <laughs> well i we'll, we'll just keep going with harry potter i do want to see a sequel to harry potter but yeah you didn't see that they were going to do a revival with the or a documentary with the cast like 20 years later that's so cool i know i love it i loved harry potter i love the movies yeah wait quick let's just do it for fun rank the movies harry potter Ooh, yeah. prisoner of Azkaban command number one easy okay um god i gotta look at all that I I know what all the movies are. I'm a Harry Potter nerd. I just like want to see. It's hard to rank. Okay, so I think let's just do top three because there's nine. There's nine or eight of them. So it's got to be the first, the third one. I really like the sixth one. Mm -hmm. And I I see. I might want to go with one of the first two because they're so nostalgic. I hate the second one. I like the second one a lot. I might have to go to the Sorcerer's Stone for my the Sorcerer's third. Stone is goaded. What about you? What are your top three? Half Blood Prince, uh, Deathly Hells Part Two, Prisoner of Azkaban. Deathly Hells Part least... Two is your second favorite. Yeah, I love Deathly Hells Part Two. Okay, I might be my third. I don't know. I love all the Harry Potter movies. There's only one that I really don't like, and that's Chamber the fifth one. No, you don't like the fifth one. No, my God, that one just drags on, and I'm freaking Voldemort. Where like Harry's having those like scenes in his head, and Voldemort's like that <laughs> <laughs> one scene. 
I'm not going to say anything else with that, but it's just, <laughs> I don't like that movie. It's just so boring and Harry's all emo, like goth boy in that. Like, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. And the more that I think about it, the more I don't like that movie. Ooh, actually, let me roll through here. What do you think the highest rated Rotten Tomatoes Harry Potter movie there is? The highest? The highest critic rated. Is it the first four or the last four? Uh, no, I don't want to tell you that. It has to be the third one, then. It is not. It is Deathly Hallows Part 2 at a whopping 96%. I sh- I, that was going to be my second guess. Wow. I wonder what the audience re- review for... Because As Command was the s- second highest with 90%. Oh, wow. Okay. I love Prisoner of Azkaban. It felt unique compared to the rest of them. It did. I mean, it's like they're actually like growing up then at that point. So yeah, they weren't like little kids. No, but um, I don't know. Holy I'm moly, kidding. we got way off topic. Ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. I mean, you and I can like you and I will ramble about Star Wars forever. It's just this is why I like this podcast is we can talk about whatever we like. That's true. We, we, can. we don't pigeon our whole ourselves into like just Star Wars and stuff. This is but, true. We should talk about the Harry Potter movies at some point in time. Actually, um, my girlfriend actually wants to do a Harry Potter marathon. So we're so probably going to go to their winter break. Yeah, when I'm going to visit her over winter break, we're going to do a Harry Potter marathon one day. So she's very, very, she's, she adores Harry. Like she loves Harry Potter. That's like, what I'm I, telling you. I saw all these girls reposting this Harry Potter thing. And I was like, how did you not see this? I know. I just, I don't know. I space out from time to time. I forget. I have to like pee sometimes or I'm hungry. I forget. I have to pee. And then I just pee in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, actually you were talking about you and your girlfriend. We're going to, we'll see how this goes. We're going to do a little book club with Mando because I want to rewatch it. I want to talk about it on here, but you just watched episode one of Mando. So I haven't seen it again. The, I only remember, I remember staying up. I'm going to save it till we talk about it. I'm going to save it till we talk about Mando. But yeah, no. Little Mando um, book club that we got going on week by week. Don't, we're going to talk about no, that I later. Just, I know. I just want to say I like I, we watched the first episode today. We're going to talk more about it this um, probably this Friday if we record or this next episode that we record. It's nice watching with her because I get to see it through new eyes. Have you finished all the movies with her? We haven't even started them. Well, don't you think before you get to the end of season two, you should watch the movie? <laughs> this is this is what this is what my plan is, because like I could have made her watch a new hope right away, like which is like I, like but like I can see like her being like, oh, this is cool. I like it. Like, eh, it's old, but like whatever. I'll watch it because you like it. like I don't want her to feel like she had to watch because I like it. But like, I mean, I was going to make her watch it anyway. Um, <laughs> you know what? I This is what I did with one of my friends when I showed her Star Wars because <clears throat> she wanted to watch them. I the first movie that I played for them, it wasn't a new hope and it wasn't the Phantom Menace. It was Rogue One. That's a good call. Because I think Rogue One is like a it's a newer movie, so I think it's easier for people to get into that and then they can go back to the old ones and like, okay, this makes a little more sense. Like it's fun to just like get in from there and they don't need to watch solo, but like Rogue One ends right before the a new hope picks up. So I think it's just a fun like buffer movie to get you like led into the entire world of Star Wars. And this is why I led with Mando because she's watching this. She's like, oh, I kind of like this. I want to learn more about it. I'm like, oh, believe it or not, we have three movies that tie directly into this. Yeah, exactly. She's like, what does pre-Empire mean? I'm like, hmm, well, funny you ask. The Empire will compensate you if you die. Put him in. (laughs) Join. Join. This is going to help me. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I was going to say something else to you. I don't remember now. Something Harry Potter, but yeah, we have all the creative freedom on our podcast. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Holy moly! Speaking of holy moly, we could wrap up with uh, Young oh, Justice. Holy, for there the are day. two worlds. <laughs> I dude, this Artemis arc was so fire. It was. I they never do episode arcs for Young Justice, so it felt nice to like. I didn't realize the Martian one was great, but um, this one was a lot better. <laughs> This was like damn near flawless in my opinion. 
Martian racism was fun and it was fun to see how the, the creators of the show were going to tackle that and how on the head they were with that. And it was very poignant, but oh my gosh, this was so, I mean, not to bash on that last arc, but this one was great. Yeah. This one was way better. It's just like, I love how like they did like they the themes was based on like childhood tales. And like it was Artemis reading and it makes perfect sense because I think she's like a literature like PhD professor. She's a literature professor at a university. So like she chooses these like because let me let me pull up my HBO Max just so I can read like the um the title title episodes. Well, not even just Artemis herself. I mean, with the last episode too, you have Clark and Jonathan Kent. And that was I almost started crying next to you while we were watching that because it's Jonathan Kent. uh, They're at Martha. What the heck is Superman's dad's name now? John. John. Yeah, it's John. It's John Kent. Um, They're at Clark and Lois are at Martha and John's house with their son, Jonathan. And Jonathan's like, where's where's Connor? And when when Clark says to him, he's he's dead. I was like, oh, God, here we go. And it's sad because little Jonathan's like, well, when Uncle Connor, when Wolf's here, Uncle Connor's always here. So where's Uncle Connor? He's like, he does this really beautiful like speech of like, well, Uncle Connor's body isn't alive. His one of one of parts of I was dude, I was sitting here. I was trying real hard not to start crying. It was so like, it was it was Clark Kent is a great dad. He's a great dad. And like when he like he's like coming to grips and he's talking to Lois like later in the episode about like I just it took me so I, I didn't I couldn't see him for what he was. I just want I saw him as how I wanted to see him. I feel horrible. He's like, but you love him as brother. Like, but look, think about how long that took me to do. It's like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh Superman well, it shows, is sad. It shows his it, it it just shows the subtle detail of how Superman has evolved as well as a person and as a father, too, because I mean, in season one, he didn't recognize Connor at all until the end of season one. And we didn't even we got a little bit of their relationship better in season two, where uh, Superboy says to Superman, hey, Superman, we got a triple combo here. And they they throw each other and they beat up the Krolatans. And then he's like, ah, four. Nice. Quadruple. But then that's all that we got of their relationship. So then we see how Superman reacts to the death of it as well. So. That was great, but that's not even <laughs> Superman isn't even a part of this arc. No, it's like him and then McGann showing up just like questioning. Um, Again, but like it, it's just it's a great way for them to handle these characters who aren't even the main characters of this episode arc. Yeah, so I have the episodes pulled up. So the first one is the Tale of Two Sisters, when in which Artemis reads a tale of two cities at the end of the of the episode. She sings the J. Cole song. Ooh. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Ben. I love that meme so much. Anyways, the next one is Artemis through the looking glass, and then the lady or the tigress is the next one, and then I know why the caged cat sings. I love you liked the fourth one a lot. I liked it as well. The third one was so great. I think the third one was the best. Oh my gosh, the way they handled the because I was talking with Caleb and he thought that in the comics, the way Barbara Gordon gets her back, she way she gets paralyzed. The most fa- the, the popular way that they do it is the killing joke where the Joker shows up to her door, shoots her with the gun and she's paralyzed from the spine down. I mean, from the waist down and this the spine though, down. shut up. <laughs> I said waist. I changed it um, with this though. They changed it with orphan cutting her back oh my gosh the way that they did that scene too was so good it was insane yeah it was it was very very good because i remember going on the reddit patreon it was the dumbest moment ever it was so stupid why would you try to save yourself how did you know this girl's like shut up suspension of disbelief you fucking idiots it's like barbara gordon is a pure person and she wants you don't want this girl to be killing other people to save her soul God. I, well it's it's interesting that she does it as well not batman because batman's the one who knows like once you cross that line you can't ever come back so it's it's interesting that those values and that those beliefs have passed down to the bat family as well and they recognize the importance of that i i, I wish we got more of batman i wish in that episode too when uh 
she got her back cut and like the Joker was laughing, I was really hoping that it was going to cut to Batman just beating the shit out of Joker. <laughs> like, yeah, because it got to like Dick and uh, maybe it was Batwoman or Tim, but they were beating the Joker up. I was really hoping it was just going to be Batman just like absolutely hounding on him like Arkham Origins or something like that. But he didn't batman when someone steals a tube of toothpaste <laughs> yeah, he goes freaking eight moon just like you stole my bananas so it was but with the fourth episode too then with the way that it opened up and the uh oh gosh the fourth episode i love the first half of the fourth episode the second half was good as well but the fourth the fourth episode front half of it was phenomenal yeah oh god Lady Shiva in like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Lady Shiva. And Shade totally the, pulling a fast one. He's like, yeah, well, I'm out of here. I, yeah, that was great, too. He's just a hired, he's a hired gun now, basically. So <clears throat> he's a hired Shade, but I loved it. I'm excited to see. I, dude, I, oh, I don't know what this next episode arc is about. I wish it was about Dick, but it's probably going to be about Calder, which is fine, but Dick will be the last arc. Well, I don't know how many episodes are going to the mid season. I think it might be 13 and they're already on episode eight. So nine now. So I bet it'll be, it'll be Calder or Zatanna. Mm, I think it'll be Calder just because we had so much, we had so little of him last season. And I think that they're trying to focus on their main characters. I think it's Zatanna. I thought I remember seeing something saying it was Zatanna's arc is next. Next. Okay, look, I won't complain about that. If Dr. Fate shows up, I would be happy because Dr. Fate is. Oh, some guy has posted two weeks ago. The next arc has been revealed. Episode nine is going to be Zatanna. Okay, I can't really listen to him talk and talk on this at the same time. So allegedly it's episode nine is zatanna so do we know if it's an episode arc or if it's just one i bet it's an arc i'm willing to bet it's an arc i'd be okay with that though because zatanna didn't even really get that much development no and i I, loved her in season one yeah i feel like rocket will be in her arc because rocket for some reason they're like pushing that rocket was a part of the og team even though like she kind of wasn't she was but it wasn't yeah she was in two episodes three she kisses account the one with all the children and adults go away. Yeah, the only thing I remember her doing is kissing Calder on the cheek. Liking this team more every day. Every day. Calder's oh. got a boyfriend. Back up. Oh yeah, he does now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I was like, <laughs> I remember like when I first saw it, I was like, whoa. And then I was like, whatever. He's called around. Called around can do whatever the fuck he wants. You're like, hey. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm sure there are some people that are like, "Hey, this is this is pushing LGBTQ agenda." It's like it's like who cares, bro? Are they hurting you? God, Grow people up. people do whatever they want. Um, yeah, I hope Doctor Fate shows up. I guess in this next arc because I love him. But yeah, okay. Nabu is the son of Vandal Savage. Nabu, because they do they talk about it in like one of the greatest episodes of young justice is like the episode about vandal savage when he's fighting starro and like she's telling the story of vandal savage like his daughter's telling the story of vandal savage my name is Nabu, because Nabu I... is his son he fights alongside of vandal savage like his son Nabu and his daughter olympia i'm like Nabu. I I don't know. We'll see more about it, I guess. But I don't think the helmet of Doc the the helmet will turn. No, I don't think so either. Shit, but I hope we get more of Clarion the Witch Boy too. That's Caleb's favorite character. Oh my god, why? I hate Clarion. No, he hates him. But I love him. Why do you love him? Because he's funny. He's a he's no, a, he's no, in a funny no, goofy no. mood. No, no, no! You're ruining my toys. But. I guess that's that's all I have. I've successfully wasted an hour and a half, hour and five minutes. Yeah. To whoever's listening here, probably nobody. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Cookie. Follow our Twitter, please. We have zero follow. We we have one follower. Shout out, Jason. OJ. Jason the home. Damn. Not OJ. OJ. Do we follow OJ? 
I don't know. Do we follow OJ? <laughs> we better get on that. We don't condone OJ's past. What do you mean? The glove didn't fit. <laughs> He's free. <laughs> <laughs> if it does not fit, you must acquit. <laughs> the juice is loose. Hey, OJ likes his orange juice with some pulp. I Camilla. Dude, you know what you know what I'm doing after I finish this? Watching The Sopranos. I am going to make a bag of popcorn, not work on my technical report, and watch Tony Soprano continue to screw up his own life. I hope Caleb's watching it right now because I kind of want to watch it too. <laughs> Carmella. Carmella. Carmella, I fucking love you. I'm not with any other woman. Tony Soprano, next scene, banging a, his 24-year-old Russian girlfriend. There, the funniest scene in that entire show to me is Tony wakes up in the middle of the night and Carmella... It's like, it has, I don't know what time it is in the show. Maybe like two in the morning or like three in the morning. Carmela wakes up too. She looks at him. She just says to him, you want sex? It's like, oh, what? <laughs> what? She's, like, she's like, she's like, what? You want sex? He's like, what? No. And he just rolls over. <laughs> oh my God. I thought that scene was hilarious. I remember watching and just burst out laughing. But You want ugh. sex? It's like, what? <laughs> he talks like that. Oh God! <laughs> Talks like that. Good times, good times with the Sopranos. Well, I guess if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with someone else who you think would like it as well. Follow us on Twitter at Legionnaire Pod. I think that's our ad, or is it at Legionnaire P? Uh, it's Legionnaire Pod. I changed it to be the same as our Instagram. Legionnaire Pod, Instagram Legionnaire Pod, email. If you have any questions you want to talk to us about, reach out to us because we're monitoring all of them. Podcast at gmail.com tiktok at legionnaire pod i have a better computer so i can handle more of this power now youtube legionnaire podcast but yeah Hopefully. i guess with that we'll see how how much this podcast can blow up now over winter break yeah we're gonna be putting some work in <laughs> it's about drive it's about power we stay hungry we devour i guess with okay. that <laughs> i'll let cal send us away we are legion